Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello there, spiritual trailblazer, and welcome to the final episode of this year. Yes, the final episode for Spiritual and Apartment Living with Tia Podcast 2018. Can you believe it? It's <laughs> what a whirlwind this year has been, at least podcast, podcast-wise, uh, developing content, uh, having people on, make sure I'm asking thought-provoking questions, but getting them to be in a space where they feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable and share their story. So it's been a great year, and I just want to say thank you for being a, a listener. I do get your emails and and uh, and other messages, and I am just so grateful for uh, the time that we spend together, whether you listen to one or two episodes here and there, or if you binge listen, I mean, it's incredible. When I look at the stats and I see people listening to episodes from 2014 or uh, you know some old day, I'm thinking, wow, that's crazy. So thank you so much for that. It's been a wonderful year, and I cannot wait to dive into uh, the podcast episodes for 2019. So now that I got all that gratitude out the way, <laughs> I want to give you a few reminders. So as always, do not forget to check out this week's uh, blog post, which is nine important questions to ask yourself before the New Year's. So before the, the New Year, New Year's Eve. <laughs> I can't get it out, tongue-tied because I'm excited for this blog post. So I uh, present to you nine questions, very important questions you should, you should ask yourself before the ball drops. Um, and it's really great ways to help you really get ready for 2019. So not just uh, create a resolution. And I talk why briefly why New Year's resolutions doesn't really make sense. But it's really like a mind map to help you get ready for 2019, but you get ready in the way where you won't set yourself up for failure, right? So we're not having these grand ideas that we're supposed to achieve in a crazy amount of time, like 30 days. Sometimes it may take 90 days. So go ahead, check it out, blog.tmariejohnson.com. And don't forget to grab your spiritual freebies. They are there for you. The manifestation workbook. Uh, there's a video series in there. There are lots of cool freebies available for you to help you with various areas uh, in your spiritual journey. So head over to tmreejohnson.com forward slash freebies. <sighs> Got that out the way. So Confessions of Tia which is always the last episode of the month, my seven principles. So I came up with this idea because 
I didn't know what I was going to confess, you know, what I was going to get really candid about. And so I just had an, an inkling to look at my calendar on my phone. And I saw that when this uh, episode airs, it will be the first day of Kwanzaa. And automatically, I was reminded of a, an event in grade school where uh, my class had to perform or at least uh, not, not, not perform, had to talk about the seven principles of Kwanzaa. And my principle was Nia, which means um, a purpose. So I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I should, I should talk about this. I should, um, I should talk about my seven principles but also talk a little bit about Kwanzaa because why not? Why not learn a little bit about uh, what this means and, and how it can be applied in our life. And as always, I always encourage you to do more research. Okay, so what I tell you is very condensed. <laughs> there are loads and loads and loads of content out there to read about. So Kwanzaa, I learned is, hold on, actually, let me scroll down here. It is derived from a a phrase, and so bear with me, I'm going to try and pronounce this correctly, Matanda Ya Kwanzaa, which means first fruits in Swahili. So I thought that was pretty cool because it reminds me of like the first harvest. So here are the seven principles. One is unity, unity, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Uh, the second principle is self-determination. The third is collective work and responsibility. The fourth one is cooperative economics. Uh, next is purpose. That's Nia. That was my, my uh, little presentation in grade school. <laughs> Creativity is followed by that and number seven last is faith and also there are the actual ways to pronounce it so faith is imani and some of the other words i cannot pronounce i'm not going to do that to your ears (laughs) but i just wanted to introduce you to that and really just encourage you to again just do some some independent research and check it out and see how uh these seven principles apply in your life or as what I did came up with my seven principles. So here we go. One, don't let anyone bogart me. So this is something my pop pop would tell me when I was younger. He used to say poo because that's what he called me poo. Don't let anyone bogart you. And that phrase can, uh, comes from uh, uh, the actor Humphrey Bogart. You know, he was very smooth, very, um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think. Debonair guy. And so my pop-pop just looked at a guy like that as someone who wouldn't let someone get over on him. You know, so he said, don't let anyone bogart you. And so I really took that to heart. (laughs) Years later, sort of like Will Ferrell and Talladega Nights where his dad tells him if you're not first you're last and he took that to heart his whole life and later on his dad goes what I was drunk when I said that you could be second third fourth hell you could be fifth so (laughs) um 
it's sort of like that, you know, I, I respect those who respect me. Uh, I also respect people's opinions. I look for understanding in their perspective. So even if I don't agree with them, I try to understand where they're coming from. But let's be honest, sometimes people are just crazy out their minds and there's no justification for their thought process at all. But with other things, I do look at where they're coming from. And sometimes we can have a conversation. Sometimes we have a debate. Sometimes it's an argument. But I try to cut down on the argument part because that's it's not worth it. But yeah, I don't let anyone bogart me. As I said in a previous episode, uh, and speaking of previous episodes, make sure you check out last week's episode, the best of 2018. It is a good one. It is juicy, guys. <laughs> that was a really fun episode to record with my virtual assistant and tell you guys about the good, the bad, the ugly of my biz. So, uh, yeah, it's just, as, as especially as a spiritual person, uh, sometimes people think, that you are supposed to be all forgiving and very kind and sweet and you know you're not supposed to get angry but that's not true okay yes we can get angry anger can fuel something you know like when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired you're angry about an injustice you're angry about something in your life that you know could be better you get fueled to do better to bring awareness so i like that at a very young age, my pop-pop would tell me, don't let anyone bogart you. Okay, so I am I will stand my ground. Uh, two is, my happiness is everything. So I can't tell this story in full detail because it's, it's not my entire story that other people involved. But there was a time where I didn't want to do something because I know it wouldn't make me happy and you know people were encouraging like you know you should do it you should do it you should do it but it didn't seem worth it to me and then years later it ended up being worth it and I went on and took uh the people's advice but I have to be happy with small exceptions and by small I mean when I had to go to the doctor's office and I know it's going to be a crazy wait time, but I know that the doctor's good. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not happy about it. Or when I'm doing planks at the gym, I'm not happy about that, but I know it's for the betterment of my body. So small things like that. And I say that because sometimes when people say things like, oh, your happiness matters above all else. Some people take that and they run with it. <laughs> okay. Yes, your happiness does matter, but there will come some time where you might have to sacrifice that, but it's, it's, um, it is justified. Okay. So, you know, there are some exceptions, but overall, okay, your happiness really does have to come first. Okay, I'm not saying, you know, forget everyone, forget your friends and your family and do you, okay? There are some things you have to consider. Uh, number three is I may offend you. So how is this a principle to you? Well, <laughs> this is interesting. So the other day, um, actually a week ago by the time this airs, I 
is with, with a group of friends and a restaurant. And it is really an adult setting. It's one of those restaurants where, yeah, you can bring children, but it's really an adult restaurant. It's nighttime. It's, I want to say, when do we leave the restaurant? I want to say like around 9, a little after 9.30-ish. So, you know, we're eating, we're drinking, we're talking, and we're talking about various topics from current events to dating, et cetera. And sometimes it gets a little raw, right? We're adults. Uh, So I noticed that when the group of women and I were talking, the one lady was looking over our direction. And I thought, oh, man, does she want to, like, join the conversation but doesn't know how? So I only noticed the one lady and her friend sat next to me. But again, I noticed and I'm emphasizing who I noticed because it's going to make a difference in a few minutes. And so uh, we're about to leave the restaurant. I go to the, the restroom. I come back up and I notice, oh, my gosh, there are two children <laughs> on either side of these women. And I thought, man, we were cussing and and like just talking about current events. But it wasn't as if we were um like cussing cussing it was more like in in a sentence we were just saying oh you know who gives a damn or something like that you know and and we were just talking about different topics I felt a little bad because the children were there they were on the other side of the lady I didn't see them but then I thought you brought kids to a primarily adult setting so I don't know if if I offended that lady is what I'm getting towards. And even outside that setting, sometimes people are offended by tattoos. I have tattoos. Uh, People get offended when you are just your true self, minding your business. You know, who are you to do X, Y, Z? So one of my principles is tied to that is, is that's a reminder for me that, hey, look, that may happen. Everyone is not comfortable with having a conversation about current events. Some people think it's taboo. They won't do it. And to keep that in mind sometimes, but it can be difficult. You know, it's sometimes it it happens. So I did, like I said, I felt a little bad that it happened. I didn't know the kids were there, but you know, it was, it's really past the bedtime, <laughs> but you know, it, it happens. So that's a little reminder for me. Um, four is I don't have to like you. And I put that there because when I was younger, I wanted to be friends with everyone. Okay. And I wanted to be available to everyone. All right. And it wasn't until college when um he passed away but this one guy was teaching me how to play pool and before he took his next shot he stopped and looked up at me he said you can't be everyone's friend and I thought (laughs) what do you mean like I'm awesome please like I'm the best friend ever but he was right I can't be everyone's friend. I don't have to like everyone, you know, and I used to always try to find some commonality when I meet people, you know, do they like uh, something, something. And the thing is, it's just not going to happen sometimes. It just will not 
happen. And that's one of my principles because sometimes we can easily revert back to our old, old, old self, right? Sometimes we get triggered or we think, oh, well, you know, maybe I could be this person friend. They have one good quality, but they have 20 other bad qualities, you know? So does that one quality override all the other (laughs) bad qualities? Probably not, but it's it's just a kind reminder. It's one, of, it's one of my principles to say, hey, look, it's okay. I don't have to like that person. I don't. Maybe I only have to work with them, but I don't, I don't have to like them. Okay, so it's, it's really about understanding that I have the right to have boundaries and it's okay to not like someone and to tell people, hey, I, I don't really care for that person without a backlash. Right, that was another thing I used to think about too. It was like, oh man, if they know I don't like this person, but they not want to be my friend, you know, what's gonna happen? You know, I don't even care about that anymore. If if I don't if I feel a little like eh about someone and it happens to come up in a conversation, I would tell people that I was like I would say, like, mm, I'm not really feeling that person. They're a little bit negative or I don't know, I, it's something that's eh, they seem okay, but it's something eh. No, I feel more authentic. When I do that and my chest doesn't bother me, have you ever tried to make something work and your chest is heavy and you just get like these knots all over your body, you know, because your chakras are spinning out of control? Like, what are you doing? You're not being authentic. So (laughs) it's sort of like that. Uh, Number five is I owe it to myself. Um, I have said many times, but probably not too recently because I haven't been talking about uh, my business origins. I usually do this throughout the year because I get new listeners and things like that. But when I um, first started my business, and this is probably with a lot of entrepreneurs, we put ourselves last. I know moms tend to put themselves last. A lot of people in different positions put themselves last. And with me, I was putting a lot of good things in front of me, like my work, you know, going to the gym, things like that, you know, even going back to school at one point, but I would just be so tired, just mentally drained. I was, forget E, I was running on like lowercase E, like half of an E. (laughs) All right. It was, it was serious. Okay. And I didn't know how serious it was until a couple years later, my Fanny would, would, would tell me, yeah, uh, we didn't want to say anything because, you know, we knew that you were, you know, really working on your stuff, but we were worried because you weren't sleeping. Was it, you know? So um, now I am making time for me. Like, I don't care. I will make time for me some way, somehow. And, you know, some people will say, oh, wait till you have kids. I will find a way. Now, I have my nieces often, um, especially the older one. I have her many weekends, and I still find time for myself. Now, yes, I don't have her seven days a week, but uh, I've been babysitting kids since the eighth grade. And so uh, I really learned how to work with a lot of children over the years And, you know, a lot of times it's me just saying, hey, I am going to the bathroom. I'll be right back, you know, a little break. Or I'm going to go do X, Y, Z. You know, sometimes I even invite my niece to 
help me along the process. So I still get time to myself because she has a task task to do. So I get like this little time, you know, for me when she's over here. So no matter what, I figure out ways to have time for me. I'm also a night owl. So that may or may not be a plus later on when I do have children. My other niece is a night owl. She's four years old. We have some pretty cool conversations at night, I must say. <laughs> okay, so what I'm saying is um, I really focus on me, and I had to remind myself to do that. And when I don't do it and I forget because I get so tired, whatever the case may be, it's the worst thing ever. Like, it's it's so bad. I feel so out of whack. You know, I start bumping into things because, you know, your, your mind and your body aren't in sync. But what I also realize is that part of saying, like, I owe myself this, I owe it to me, is traveling. Traveling, I thought, was something I, I love to do with my close friends. So I travel with my close friends. We go on group trips. Um, I go on a trip with my best friend. Sometimes I even do solo trips. It's really cool. But what I have realized is that it's actually for my mental health. We all had to figure out what works for us. So for you, your thing for your mental health may be going to the gym. Your thing for your mental health may be diving into the arts, whether it's concerts, art museums, an exhibit that's in town, a festival. You know, it's something about that for you. For me, traveling allows me to experience different culture, different air, different, a lot of things. And I love that. As a kid, imagine me uh, like like James Stewart character in It's a Wonderful Life. You know, I had the books about travel. You know, I would imagine traveling. <laughs> I had like Atlas and I used to have uh, books that would tell me uh, the, the the countries I like a uh, 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 poster animal, what that country's known for, you know, like I was just so engrossed in that. So even as a kid, traveling was my thing, but as an adult, it's for my mental health. So that's something that I dedicate myself to um, doing each and every year. So um, I even have a travel journal. And I shared that on my Instagram uh, when I was in Costa Rica a few weeks ago. So you can just scroll back and you can see what it looks like. My best friend got that for me and it, she got that with a, a feathered pen. So I like stuff that's old world looking too. So it's really cool. It's leather bound and it has a, a um, uh, like a, a leather, uh, how do you call it? like rope that goes around it. It's super cool. So check it out. My Instagram is Tia underscore Johnson underscore. So uh, number six is I don't have to accept it for what it is. This is a big one, guys. This is huge because up until the point where my grandparents passed away and I went on my two-year healing journey, which caused me to set up my business, I was taking a lot of stuff for, for what it for what it was, whatever was presented to me, that's what I thought it was. And I had some, some inklings. I was still having my visions and, and the dream, the premonition dreams. I would tell my grandmother. She would help me to understand it. But 
that just seemed normal to me because she knew about it. So I didn't have to do any research. She was already doing, uh, she was already knowledgeable about that. And uh, she, her thing was dreams and numerology. And that's the main reason why I got involved with dreams. Um, so she would dream of, say, a black cat. And she had a bunch of pamphlets that would tell her the meaning of um, numbers, like associations with numbers. So she would look up what's the number for a black cat and say it was 787. She would take that number and then she would play it on a lot lottery <laughs> and she would hit, she would win. It was crazy. Or she would have like a combination of things and she would, um, it would be like a matrix of numbers and she would just like circle the numbers. She would knew, she, she would know when a number would come out of lottery. It was, she had a system. It was crazy. It was crazy. But, um, when when my grandparents passed, I started doing research. I started to figure out what the heck happened in my life, what's going on, you know, because we know people are not going to be here forever. But when it actually hit us, something in us triggers. On top of me watching her slowly die from cancer, it triggers a lot of things within you. So the more I learned, the more I realized that it's best to be curious, to ask questions. And it's not about disrespecting someone if you ask them why or something like that, because some people get offended, you know, when you want to dig a little deeper. It's really about being uh, a healthy, not skeptic, but having healthy criticism in a way, because one, people are less likely to pull wool over your eyes. And two, you are able to automatically see what's real and what's not. Okay. And soon as I started diving into spirituality and really uncovering a lot of uh, ancient ways and, and understanding symbolism and things like that, I started seeing, um, I forget what you call it, but we call it wishes as a kid. You would catch it and make a wish and blow it away. So, you know, your wish will come true. I think it's daffodils. I want to type it up, but I don't want you to hear the little clickety clack of the keyboard. But uh, yeah, they're like the little white things that float around in the, in the sky. And you get, like I said, catch them, make a wish, let them go. Well, when you see a lot of that, it means that you lifted the, the bell. So it's like you can see more. You just, you get more about life. You understand more about life. So when you see in numbers like 777 or 1111, 1717, things like that. You see a feather, a song comes on, you overhear a conversation and and it just all clicks. You know, even if you see uh, um, like a a meme on Instagram and it's it's the exact meme that you need to see right then and there, that's all you seeing more. So not accepting things for what it is just opens your world up more. So you just get it. You know, the path that you are going to be on, even if you're thinking, mm, T, I really don't know, that's okay because it's going to open up to you, right? This is this is the beginning, all right? And then you'll have your, your, um, your, your different um, paths once you get to a certain checkpoint in a way. So... Being able to do research and just entertain my curiosity has allowed me to 
really be more in sync with myself and to understand also people. So that's why they made it as, as number six. And number seven is spirituality is me just knowing myself. When, when I read, even, so even if it's not spiritually based, but say I'm, I'm watching a documentary, I'm writing, I'm listening to a podcast, something that quenches my thirst for knowledge, or if I am uh, like just walking down the street and I'm just acknowledging the slow walk and hearing my footsteps and looking up at the sky and seeing, oh, it's a cloudy day today. Like doing all that is spiritual because I am just immersing myself in something i'm aware of something i have gratitude for just walking all of that is a group of what makes tia so just knowing myself knowing that when i'm writing i'm writing from a very spiritual heart center place where i want to share a message and share knowledge when i'm walking I imagine that I'm just leaving positive energy and vibes when I'm looking. I know I'm just absorbing what's around me. So all of that, it's just me allowing myself to be me. And what better thing can I be grateful for? And what better principle to have? So those are my seven principles. And I encourage you to make your seven principles. You don't have to have this set in stone. So this may be your set of seven principles right now. And maybe five, 10 years later, it may be different. Now, maybe you become a husband or a wife, a mother, a father, you know, who, who knows what, what may happen. But I'm, all I'm saying is just start here, start here. And, and start to apply it as you go along. And if you need a little bit more guidance, look at the Kwanzaa principles and, and do some, some research there. All right. So I hope that was helpful for you. Uh, again, thank you for this wonderful year. I mean, again, you guys are amazing. I am just so grateful of uh, the reach this podcast has, that the amount of people from various countries who listen to this podcast. I'm just so grateful. So thank you. Have a wonderful day. Be nice to yourself. I know here in the States and a couple other countries, it will be the new year. But if it's not your new year, that's a-okay. All right. Just continue to do what you do. And I will see you in 2019. All right, have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Be nice to yourself and all that jazz. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.